My name is Jo Hayes and it is my great pleasure and privilege to speak with you today about miracles, signs and wonders in the Holy Ghost. This is a part of our Christian faith which some parts of the church have not embraced as much as we could have or should have in years gone by. But I really believe that as we continue in this great year of change and great year of upheaval in many ways, 2020, I believe that the Spirit of God is wanting to fall afresh on us, on the Christian church, the Catholic church, on planet Earth at this time to see miracles and signs and wonders yet again, like the early church experienced in the Acts of the Apostles. In these weeks post-Easter, we've been reading so many amazing stories about what those early Christians did, those early apostles that Jesus sent forth to preach the good news to the people of every nation. Now, one of the scriptures that I love and have been loving getting into and meditating on is the verse in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Jesus says, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, anyone who came to Australia in 2008 will remember, of course, World Youth Day in Sydney. It was an amazing event. So many people from all over the world and so many Catholics from around Australia gathering together in Sydney to celebrate that amazing youth festival. And those of you who went there and even those who didn't go will probably remember that that verse, Acts 1 verse 8, was the script for World Youth Day 2008. You will be my witnesses when the Holy Spirit falls on you. Witnesses to the power and the, the movement of the Holy Spirit of God. That's what we are called to do as believers of Jesus Christ, to witness to the miracles, signs and wonders that He came and manifested while He was on earth and that He appointed us to continue manifesting after He had ascended into heaven. The Spirit of God, we know the Holy Spirit is our helper. Jesus referred to the helping nature of the Spirit just before He ascended into heaven. He said, I go to my Father, but the helper is going to come to you. It says in the Gospel of John in chapter 14, verse 12, Assuredly, I say to you that he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. Jesus said those words to us, to believers. The works that I do, he said, you will do these, but even greater works. Now let's have a think about all the things that Jesus did in his three-year ministry on earth. He did miraculous signs, wonders, miraculous healings everywhere that he went. We know that he went throughout all of Judea, all of Israel, preaching the kingdom of heaven 
and with that preaching, healing people of all kinds of sickness, all kinds of disease. We saw him multiply fish, multiply bread, multiply wine, turning water into wine. We saw these miraculous signs and wonders and even many, many, many more that we know happened but weren't recorded. At the end of one of the Gospels, it says, even if we filled every book that was ever written on earth, we wouldn't be able to contain all the signs and the wonders that Jesus did. So we know what he did, amazing things. And yet he has said that we will do even greater, even greater things than that. And that's a challenging word to me because I am forced to look at my life and and ask myself, am I seeing these signs, wonders and miracles that Jesus said that I could have? We know the early apostles certainly manifested many of these signs and wonders in the the life of the early church. Jesus said in the Gospel of Mark in 16 and 17, it says, these signs will follow those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That word was not just for the Christian church 2020 years ago, that is for us as believers today in 2020. And we know that we've seen it in the lives of so many amazing saints. We have a a huge history, a rich history in the church of saints who had amazing miracles and prophetic words and amazing visions attributed to them in their lifetime. And we know we've got beautiful holy places like Lourdes where healings, amazing, and many millions of amazing miracles are happening every year. This is something though that we should be as Christians manifesting in our life every day. And once I got a hold of this, a hold of this truth and a revelation that these miraculous signs and wonders were meant to follow every Christian who believed, that made me dig into the Word more and believe God more for these signs and wonders in my life. I said to the Lord, I said, God, I want to see these signs and wonders. If you said that I can have it, I want to see it. And so I really started digging into these promises in my prayer time. And each day as I carved out my my daily time studying the Word of God, studying the daily readings of the church, I really pressed into God in belief that I would start seeing some more of these miraculous healings in my life and in those around me. And I have to say that over the course of about a a three year period, I grew in such faith and I started to see some amazing things that literally left myself and many, many people around me with our mouths hanging open in awe going, that was God. And I wanna share a couple of those stories with you today. Now, in another of the episodes in this series, I talk about an amazing, miraculous healing that I had after a car crash. I had very severe whiplash after this car crash and pain all up and down my back, all over my sternum, my chest, my jaw, everywhere. I was miraculously healed overnight after I declared the Word of God over my life. And the Word of God says, as I said in in the Gospel of Mark, we will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I said to God, I said, God, I'm laying my hands on my 
my very painful back, my very painful sternum and jaw, and I'm believing in your name, because you said, Lord, that I could ask anything in your name and receive it. I am declaring and claiming full healing for my back. And I said to the Lord, I am not leaving this room until I am healed. I went to bed that night, woke up the next morning, was completely healed, not one skerrick of pain anywhere in my body. And the medical experts also confirmed it later that day. It was a miraculous healing. Another miraculous healing that I was so privileged to see and, and witness was in the life of an elderly man who I'm uh, friendly with through church circles. He and his wife uh, attend my church and I'd shared with them my miraculous healing about my whiplash. Anyway, this, this elderly gentleman had just been to the skin specialist and unfortunately in a place like Australia, Skin cancer is very, very common, and especially in the state of Queensland, where I live. Now, this man had spent many years as a surf lifesaver on the Gold Coast beaches, and he'd just been to the doctor who had the skin, the skin doctor, who'd detected skin cancer on his face, a number of sun spots, sun cancers on his face, that he was going to have to laser off at their next appointment. Now this elderly gentleman, he was quite concerned. He didn't want that laser, that operation on his face. And after I told him my miraculous healing story, he said to me, he said, could you pray for me? Pray for my sunspots? Cause I'm, I'm really nervous about getting this surgery done. And I said, I was full of faith. I tell you what, cause I had seen the word come to life in my life. I had seen a miraculous, I had experienced that miraculous power of the Spirit of God in my life. And I knew that the Lord had anointed me and appointed me to share that with other people. So I said, absolutely, let's sit down, let's pray together. So there was three of us praying, this gentleman, his wife and myself. And I declared all of those scriptures that I had declared over myself. I said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we declare full healing over these skin cancers on this gentleman's face. We know that we can ask anything in your name and that you will do it for us. We also know that when two or more are gathered in the name of Jesus, there Jesus is with us. And whatever we ask for in his name, he will do it for us. So I declared those scriptures over him. I said, I believe you're completely healed. I look forward to hearing a victory story. <laughs> he went away. Two days later, I got a phone call. I actually missed the call and I, I, had it, I had the message on my answering machine on my phone and I was sitting there in my car, parked of course, listening to uh, this message and I let out an hallelujah. This was his victory story. He'd been two days later to the skin doctor, the skin specialist, and the skin specialist had, had all his equipment ready, ready to do the lasering. And he took one look at this man's face and looked in his equipment and said to him, he said, I don't know what you have done, but there is no skin cancer on your face. He said, in fact, your skin looks like the best skin I've ever seen. Now, I think that might have been a slight exaggeration because it still didn't look, you know, like a 20-year-old skin. But needless to say, the skin cancer had completely gone. In the space of two days, he had been completely healed, no laser surgery required. He left the office that day, the doctor's office, with the praises of God on his tongue because this man had experienced a miraculous healing. And that just blessed me so much to hear that. It was obviously a blessing for this man, but it blessed me because it was another example at a very 
very quick example of Jesus coming and doing what He says He will do. And if we but believe, it, it comes down to that belief factor. Jesus says it all through the Gospels. She or he who believes will have whatever they ask for in prayer. And so I really want to encourage you today that whatever you are believing and needing healing for, that Jesus wants to do it for you. This is not just for me. This is not just for this gentleman at my church. This is not just for those holy people that you see at Christian church events. This is for whosoever believes. God is no respecter of persons. What He does for one, He will do for another. And I will stand with you in prayer today, believing for whatever healing you need, God will do it for you in Jesus' mighty name. Another miracle story that I'd love to share with you is a family who, again, were at my church or are at my church. And they came to me one day and asked for a very special and very urgent prayer for their grandchild who had just been rushed to hospital, rushed home from school camp after having a tent pole stabbed in their eye. Now, it was an accident. This, this boy, he would have been about 14. He was on his high school week-long camp out in the bush and they'd just arrived at the camping grounds and they were in their groups of boys and one of his mates had accidentally stabbed, got up and, and, and stabbed this big tent pole in the eye of this 14-year-old boy. Ambulances were called, the boy rushed back to the city and got into the emergency room and obviously the family was terrified. They were thinking the worst because the doctors were telling them the worst, that he could be blind forever. It was a very serious injury and this family, they said, Joe, can you please pray with us? We, we really need a miracle for our boy. And so I said, absolutely, this is what Jesus does. He, he specialises in miracles. Miracles are what God does. Impossible is where he starts. If you have an impossible situation like this boy, potential blindness, that's where God likes to show off. And I said, let's pray. Let's, let's stand together and let's believe God for the healing that he promises. So I declared every healing scripture that I knew and I didn't have the boy in front of me, but I said, in Jesus' name, we lay hands on him in the spirit realm and we declare a full healing for his eyes, that anything that is wrong in his pupil and any ligament, that it be completely healed in Jesus' mighty name. I sent them off and we were really standing together in faith, believing for healing. It would have been about seven days later that I got a phone call from the family. Amazing, miraculous story. Praise Jesus. It just makes me want to shout to think of it now. They had a report from the doctor who had come back and reassessed this boy's eye. And he, the doctor said to the family, he said, I don't know what you've done, but this boy has had a miracle. His eyes have had a massive healing in the space of a few short days. And he was very close to 20-20 vision, perfect vision, and they were very confident that it would, would come back completely and totally. That was within a space of seven days. The family was ecstatic because the odds of him being blind forever were very high and they are absolutely certain. The doctors even say that he had a miracle healing. And it took a, a few more weeks and months later and that boy's eyes are completely healed. He's back to normal and he has an amazing victory story to go with it. 
This is what God wants to do. This is what God loves to do. Healings and signs and wonders. And I want to share with you another sign and wonder that I just loved experiencing because it was a personal God wink to me. God, of course, loves to heal people. He healed lepers. He healed blind, healed blind people. He healed people with blood disorders. Anybody who came to Jesus, He healed. In fact, not just anybody, but literally everybody. The Gospels tell us every single person who came to Him for healing was healed. The only place where no healings happened, no miracle healings happened, was in Nazareth and we're told because of their unbelief. But everywhere else that Jesus went, everyone was healed. And the same thing happened when the apostles went out. It says also in the Gospel of Matthew, uh, Jesus said that He gave His disciples power to heal every kind of sickness and every kind of disease. And when they went out, that's exactly what happened. But aside from those miracle healings, God loves to give us personal signs. And one that I wanted to share with you was on a 54-day novena that I recently did. I was on the final, I was about to begin the final nine days of this 54-day novena for a very special intention. And as an aside, novenas are powerful, very, very powerful, especially the 54-day novenas. So I was about to embark on the final nine days and I was sitting in prayer on this particular day. So it was 10 days out from the end of the novena. And I said to the Lord, I said, God, this is a very special intention. You know what it is, Lord God. And I ask as a special God wink for me for a sign and a, a confirmation every day for these final nine days, Lord. I'd really love that. And God loves to give things to His children. He delights to give good things to His children. I prayed that in the morning of this particular day. A few hours later, I left my home and went down the stairs. And at the bottom of my stairs, strewn on the front path, were nine white rose petals. And it spoke to me immediately because I knew that I knew that was God because we do not have roses on our property. I have never seen roses or any rose petals on our property. That was a miraculous sign from heaven. And in multiple ways, because nine obviously is the novena number, rose petals because of course, Mary loves roses and roses are often a sign of Our Lady. But on top of that, it was the fact that that morning I had woken up and it was a Thursday morning and the first thought that came to my mind, and I believe it was a prophetic word from God, it said endings. And I didn't know what it meant. I thought endings, that's an interesting word, Lord. How, how interesting. Didn't think anything of it until later in the day when I saw those nine white rose petals. I looked up the meaning of white rose petals and there's a few different meanings, but one of them is new beginnings. And isn't that an amazing, miraculous sign that God gave me that word endings, that season, that particular season that I had been living in and praying about was coming to an end and this was a sign of a new beginning. So I just love that. And God wants to do things like that for us all the time. He loves to give what I call God winks to His children. So I really want to believe with you as we finish up today that you can experience these signs, wonders and miracles that the early church experienced. This was for any believer 
Jesus said, anyone who believes these signs will follow them. So I stand with you today. Whatever miracle sign or healing that you need, whatever miracle or sign that you want to see in your life, we stand together in the name of Almighty God, that that power, that Spirit of God would come down on your life today, on my life today, on the lives of our cameramen and camera operators and producers today, Lord God. Anyone who is listening to this voice anywhere in the world, we command, Lord God, your word to come to pass in our lives, that your spirit, your spirit power for miracles, signs and wonders will be manifest on earth in our lives and that our lives would glorify your kingdom through that manifestation. We ask all of these things in the mighty name of Jesus and I pray that you have a blessed day today. Greetings from Brisbane, Australia, which is very far from where most of you are. In Jesus Christ, what we hear, what we discover is the good news. Here we find in Jesus Christ, crucified and risen, good news for everybody. And that's why Shalom Media really does have a contribution to make. Shalom Media is seeking to communicate to families and to show to the world the truth and the beauty of what the family is within the plan of God. May the blessing of God really come to you through all that is offered in uh, Shalom World by, by Shalom Media. The word Shalom itself comes from Hebrew, as you know, and it means peace. May the blessing of God's peace, the Shalom of God, for which we were created, may it come to you from the God who is peace, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>